The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It's a pleasure to have your company. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host Shirley Dalton. During our time together you would have heard me say my mission in life is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want and that hasn't changed. However, my understanding of the relationship between my mission and marketing was made very clear to me recently by our guest today, Helena Holrick. Welcome, Helena. Thanks for joining us. You are delighted to be here. (laughs) Helena, you're a progress coach and the creator of Helping You Shine. And it was a conversation we had that made me really understand the difference between my mission and what attracts my customers. And you said to me, your mission is what drives you. It's what gets you up in the morning. It's not what attracts customers to you. And for the first time, I really got the difference. So listeners, did you get the distinction? Do you know the difference between your mission or your organization's mission and what your customers are attracted to you? Today, we're going to explore ways to make sure you stand out and spread your own influence in a way that works for you and, more importantly, that makes your clients and potential clients want to do more and more business with you. Specifically, Helena is going to share with you how you can use intentions to increase your impact, influence and income. You're going to learn a simple way to think through every project in a way that lets you write great copy create great talks and influence more people. If you're in business, who doesn't want that? So let's dive in. Helena, you've trained thousands of people over 30 years in diverse organisations and coached hundreds of entrepreneurs. You know that structure and systems are at the heart of success for every business, course, talk and interaction you create. So what do you mean by the word intention and why is it important when used in a marketing context? Wow, (laughs) I love that question. Um, For me, intentions are really at the heart of everything that you do. Um, I believe a dictionary definition of it is really uh, something around an act or an instance of determining on some action or result. So, so in, when we set an intention, we're really going for a result or heading for the end objective, our purpose. Um, and there's a, there's a slightly different um, definition of it that I have. An intention is like an aim or a goal. So some people will use the word goal. Um, uh, but for me, an intention is, is more than that. It is a, 
a holistic way of incorporating everything that you want to have happen but also the attitude with which you're doing that. So it's the way in which you act towards and in the process of getting the goal or the aim that you're setting for yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. Um, I totally get that. I love the way that you explained that because a goal is the outcome and sometimes we get there by fair or by foul means. Indeed. And, 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 and for me, that was actually, that's been one of the things that comes up time and time again is, you know, we're taught to goal set and go for the outcome and, and all of that. But along the way, I, I believe inside of us, we've got a real guidance system that allows us to actually know what's right for us and what's not so right for us. And, and, and intention is really the the possibility of us setting a goal but it being more because of the journey that we take towards actually achieving that outcome and actually the world might have a bigger vision for us than we could possibly have for ourselves so an intention for me is really setting a direction and heading in that direction and then seeing what shows up along the way that makes it even richer hmm seeing seeing what turns up so um, I like that and setting a direction. So, um, yeah, just recently, a couple of months ago, we changed locations and um, we had an intention that we were going to be living in this new location. But as you say, the universe or God, whatever your <laughs> whatever your preference is, had other arrangements and uh, other plans in store for us. And so we're not doing what we thought we were. Uh, however, we will still be reaching our intention and that is to reach people around the world. So, so why mm. is it important then when it's used in a marketing context? Yeah, and, and, and that's the bit I really wanted to address because for me, actually, the two go so nicely together because really, as business owners, as people who are um, wanting to provide a service or a product or both to, to people, we need to be aware of, we have an intention to potentially, uh, or we have a goal of selling X amount or getting X amount of revenue, but when I set an intention to provide the service that I have, in my case, the coaching that I do, to X number of people, what, what I can do by setting an intention is to hold it more loosely so that more people might actually come. So when I'm using intentions in a marketing context, it's actually about not just seeing it from my perspective, but actually seeing it and doing my best to stand in the shoes of the potential clients or indeed the re re-coming at me clients that I have, that that I look at all of the intention and say, what can I hold space for, what's possible, and allowing the marketing to do itself through my intention. Does that make sense? I'm just getting my head around that there. So what can I hold space for and what's possible mm. to allow yes, the yeah. intention to do the marketing? Yeah, so, so if I look at, so an intention is more than just what I want. An intention is what I want to get, but also what I want to give within that. And so my marketing needs to almost incorporate what I want to get and uh, what I want to give, or at least I need to know that. And then to be able to actually sort of see it from the perspective of the people who are going to be become those clients or those those attractive people my intentions incorporates them and allows me to see it from their perspective as well 
So it's a way of inviting them in to join rather than telling them they must come. Mm, I like that because nobody wants to be sold to but everybody wants to buy. Yes. That is exactly it. So, so, so by setting our intentions and kind of holding this space for, that's what I would love to have happen. Then we can actually go, okay, well, how do I playfully share my intention for people to join me in making that happen? Whilst at the same time, obviously, providing them with amazing quality and service. Okay, so where do we go from here? We've talked about the four intentions. We've talked about what it is. We've talked about why it's important and um, why it's important to be used in a marketing context. So um, tell us a little bit more. I, I will. I think. I think actually, a demonstration is is uh, so. So one of the things I do in my business, and I, and this probably wasn't clear at the start, is I, I really do my best to provide thinking tools for people, things that make life easy, or little formulas that people can actually work with. So I love to structure information so people can feel free to be as creative as they like. And the four intentions. So speaking about intentions in general, actually led me through to helping people. Um, one of the things I see in my business is people get really frustrated about having to write sales copy and having to um, create something on on the spot and, and, and that becomes really difficult. So I thought, well, what can I do to help people think things through in such a way that they just naturally attract people to them? And out of that came the thinking tool of the four intentions. So how about I talk you through what the four intentions are? Great. Love it. Okay, so so so, um, and for those of you who are listening, I would really invite you to play along um, uh, because this is um, an interactive piece that you can really use to think through whether it's a meeting, whether it's uh, the next blog post you want to write, whether it's sales copy or you've got a new product that you need to write a description for. It's a thinking tool that allows you to harness uh, your intentions behind what you're actually gifting out. So, um, so Shirley, would it be okay if I if I use you as an example and talk people through? Sure. And just um, looking at our time frame here, how about if we just do the first of the four intentions, and mm -hmm. um, and then it'll most likely be time for our break. That's perfect. Let's do that. So, so, um, so if you can, if you grab a sheet of paper, that's the easiest way to do this. And actually, just put a line down the middle and the line uh, across the middle. So, in effect, you have four quadrants on a page. Um, in that top left-hand box, the first intention that we start to look at is really your intention for you. So, so if you write in that box, my intentions for me. And this box is all about you getting really selfish. This is me giving you full permission to get really selfish about what you want to get from spending your time, energy, attention, and, and or money on doing something. So, so Shirley, have you got something in mind that we could work through with? I do, actually, yes. I'm being interviewed on another uh, host's radio show that's coming up, so why don't we use that? Okay, good. So, so what are your intentions for you in actually uh, being interviewed on that show? Oh, okay. There's a lot. Um, first, first one is to look good. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get on there and, and uh, be embarrassed. So, I want to look good. Uh, I want to um, 
have people understand that uh, I know what I'm talking about and mm. I would like to get known, have people um, you know, who may not have heard of me before hear of me and then possibly look me up. Um, what else? Uh, I, I I know you well enough to know that you probably also want to sh want to share something. You want to educate or inspire people, right? Ah, uh, yes, I can't help myself do that. Yes, of course, <laughs> I have to give them some information. I have to teach them something. <laughs> that's it. That's exactly it. And and that's what I know you for and 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 as. And so 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 I think you getting really clear on even the stuff that's obvious to you, writing all of those things down in the box is a really useful thing. Now for you this might not be about creating financials, but I, I urge anyone who's using this tool to also consider will it make me money? So if you are developing a product, will it make me money? You know, that might be part of what you're looking for. List building, um, actually being coherent in your voice. And for some people it might even be about confidently uh, delivering something for the first time. So it's all about getting a bit selfish and getting clear on what do I want to get as a result of this. So has that helped you? Absolutely, yes. And um, even just having the permission to get selfish because sometimes we have this belief that, you know, we're meant to give, 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 give. And so when somebody mm -hmm. says to you the very first thing is, well, what do you want to get and be selfish about it, it's like, hmm, yeah, gee, I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> so that's, it. that's exactly it. So and 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 we'll make that work for us after the break <laughs> when I explain to you what the next set of intentions that we'll look at is. Okay. Well, we'll have a quick break now. So. Um, you want to be making sure that you come back because we've got these uh, intentions two, three and four. You've got one and stick around because Helene has got much more to share. We'll be right back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You 
are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And welcome back. So, did you think about your intention on the break? We're talking with Helena Holrick and she is sharing with us the four intentions according to Helena and how important that is to use in a marketing or any project really, any context at all. So, the four, mm-hmm. first um, intention was to get selfish. What is it that you want to get from the project or the marketing? So, what's the second intention, Helena? So the second intention, so you've just done my intentions for me, now we're going to flip it over and from your perspective we're going to do my intentions for them. Now them in this instance is actually uh, the audience, the people who are going to be consuming whatever it is you are working on. So in your case it would be your audience for the radio interview. In the case of someone who's writing a blog it would be the reader. In the case of someone who's developing a workshop it would be the attendee in there. So my intentions for them is the heading for box number two. And before I go in there entirely, um, we were just having a quick chat in the break, and actually what I was saying was was that this, the four intentions is really a framework that allows you to have a kind of set of boxes almost that, that by having a structure, and this is all I'm about, if I can give people a structure to work within, that allows them to feel free to go outside the structure. Mm-hmm. which is perverse in its own little way, but it makes us more creative. If we've got something that we can break, that allows us to get even more creative and develop things because we can break it. But a lot of people are like frightened of the blank page. So mm-hmm. I find that having a framework like this allows you to actually have not a blank page, but a structure to hang things on that you can then get really free with and break. Yes, yes, and I've noticed when when I used to do the systems work with the clients and I could go through and and map their workflow, it was always easier for them and particularly with the policies and procedures for them to be able to edit what was there rather than to create from scratch. So I I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so and so this framework is all about that. So let's get on to box number two. So you've been selfish, my intention's for me, and we always do that first. I'll come back to why that is. Now we're going to look at my intentions for them. So using you as an example, what is your intention when you're delivering this radio interview? What is your intention for them, the listener? Oh, well, that's easy. The very first thing, of course, is to... Uh, give them some powerful information that they can implement. Uh, so, some, yeah, so some uh, practical tools, some something to think about, uh, to inspire them to action, uh, to support them, to to be able to make changes. Great. And so, so what I'm actually going to do now. So, can I, listening back to yourself, can you hear how those are those are almost conceptual in that whole? I want them to have practical tools, inspire them, etc., and support them to make changes. Now, I'm going to make you pin it down to what's the title or the working title of of what you're actually going to be presenting. Mm-hmm. It's called Know Thyself, Know Thy People. How to increase productivity in the workplace. Excellent. 
And so with that in mind, what specifically do you want to give to people under those frames? It's almost like by having a title or honing in on the thing that we want to give, we can then almost put bullet points or the agenda down for what we're preparing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what I found working with my clients is that um, when I used to help them with the systems, the minute that I wasn't working with them anymore, the systems would fall over and I realised people didn't know how to lead and manage their staff. And so then I would start uh, training them in how to do that through executive coaching and then eventually leadership. And what I found was that they didn't exactly understand how how to motivate or what motivated their staff, how to communicate with them. And, and it all comes back to us, our own self-awareness or self-discovery, because if we don't understand ourselves and we don't understand our own um, uh, buttons, if you like, you know, that things are going to cause us to react, then we're not able to manage it and then it's the same with the staff. So I, I want them to be able to understand themselves and then from there be able to understand their staff so that then they can give their staff what they want. Fantastic. And so even in doing that, can you hear how a couple of examples or thinking of some tools, some practical little tips that you could do that you can drop into the interview will make it even better? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, I just thought of an example as I was talking. There it is. And so that's what this part of the um, of the tool is. So my intentions for them is about you almost beginning to start laying out the content that you are going to be delivering in um, in what you're planning for. And by just digging a little bit deeper, you start to get to what actually fleshes it out and allows people to go on that journey with you, back to that intentionality at the beginning, which isn't just about my goal is this, it's actually about incorporating people and thinking what can I re- what is it I really want to give and how do I make that really land for them. So that's what this second box is for. And, and that's a wonderful way to look at it, Helena, because often um, as teachers we go in with a list of topics. Oh, well, I'm going to teach them active listening. I'm going to teach them uh, how to use an I statement. I'm going to teach them about beliefs. Um, whereas that didn't come. It, it actually came from that intention, as you say, of, well, what do I want for them? What do I want to give them? Mm. And then the content actually fell out. So I love that. Mm, mm. And, and, and that that begins to make a real difference in terms of, because really for me, marketing is a different word for resonating with. Marketing is simply attraction. It isn't about pushing information out at people. It's about pulling people to you because they resonate with what you're actually giving. By coming at it from this intentional perspective, what we do is we start to not actually go, this is what I'm going to teach you, as you say. You know, it's not about educating. It's about stepping back and, and allowing them to engage and then being able to educate because that's a much better place to come from. Yes, and the way that you put it about what I'm going to teach them, uh, who's that about? That's all, that's all about me. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So it's really good. Um, so so I, I feel like we might be ready to edge into boxes three and four. Okay, well, let's do three and then we'll have a break and come back for four. 
That sounds good to me. Okay, so box number three, whilst we've just been talking about it's all about them, box number three requires, and, and for those of you who, who want to do this, I tend to make people sit in a different chair for this, because box, boxes number three and four, we're actually going to do our best to become that audience member or become the ideal client that we want to share our product with. Um, so box number three and box number four actually have the same titles, but they do different jobs. So what you want to write down in box number three. Now, for most of you, you probably put number three in the bottom left-hand box. It's actually the bottom right-hand box. So I'm going to make you change your mind. So, so before you've written anything in there, box number three is the bottom right-hand box. And you're going to write in there, their intentions for them. So their intentions for them. Because what we're going to do is we're going to become the audience member or the reader of the blog, etc. And we're actually going to step into their shoes and actually think about from their perspective, why would they want to spend their time, energy, attention, and or money listening to, act, participating with you in whatever it is you want to give from box number two? So I hope that makes sense to everybody. And just as a sneaky thing, box number four is also called their intentions for them. So let me talk you through box number three so you can write them in both if you want to. Box number three, bottom right-hand corner, is actually their intentions for them, but on a practical, tangible, professional level. So this is all about what they want to get, but that is tangible or results-based. So that might be they want more money. In your case, it might be, so I'm going to be your audience member just for a moment and try and help you fill in box number three um, uh, for, for yourself, Shirley. Uh -huh. um, box number three might be about, I want to be understood more by my people. I want people to do what I tell them. Because <laughs> um, that might be a mindset that they've got, right? And so you're going to tweak that when you teach them. When you teach them, but um, I want action to be taken in my business. Uh, I want us to grow our list. I want us to uh, take better care of our customers and make them feel loved in that way. So these are all tangible outcomes that we can almost measure or at least see evidence of. Does that make sense? Yes, and one that comes to mind for me is more harmony in the workplace, and that you can certainly see as a tangible. So, so, and let me let me let you. So, more harmony. So, what would I be seeing that tells me there's more harmony? That well, there's less fights, there's less arguments. Uh, people are actually getting along better. Great. And so there's communication, collaboration. So they're all those things that you would see as a result of implementing something new. So mm -hmm. that's what we do in box number three, which is always that space of their intentions for them in a practical, professional, outcome-based mode. This is almost where the in. So my goal would be that everybody speaks to each other very nicely and gets on with the work. Yes, yes, that's right. Because it's all about productivity. And while they're fighting, they're not being productive. And there it is. And so, so what that starts to do for us is it starts to actually go, okay, so am I actually teaching that in box in what I want to give in box number two? So it starts to give us a double check. But let's keep going. Mm, okay, well, um, let's leave it at that bit there and we'll take a short break. And then um, when you come back, you're going to go through the fourth and final 
box for the intention. Uh, so while we're having a break, listeners, what I want you to do is to think about your intentions for your project or your marketing, just as Helena has given to us, and then we'll come back and wrap up intention number four. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. are listening to reclaim your freedom with shirley dalton if you have a question or a comment about the program please send an email to questions at dalton business systems.com again that's questions at dalton business systems.com now back to reclaim your freedom welcome back We've been talking with Helena Holrick and we are talking about the four intentions as it relates to marketing and projects, anything that you want. And if you've been working along with us and you've set your intention for what it is that you want to get, you've looked at the second intention for what you want to give and then the third intention from your um, uh recipient's point of view is what they want to get for themselves in terms of a tangible result. If you were like me, what I picked up was that the points that we put down in the third box should actually influence what goes in the second box. And for me, here I was saying, well, I wanted to teach people how to be more self-aware. And then when I looked at the third box and saying, well, people want more harmony in the workplace and to be more productive and to have people doing what it is that they ask them to do, then what that does is it gives me a double check. I've got to actually now go back and make sure, well, hang on, am I giving them what they want and that may actually change some of my content. So thank you so much for that, Helena. I really appreciated that. You are so welcome and I can't tell you you're like my star pupil. Like in, in, in England we give people brownie points. You would be getting several brownie points right now. Ooh. Um, <laughs> That's, that's exactly what actually happens in box number three. That's why we do it from their perspective because actually 
if what we want to give is the right product or the right service or the greatest content we can give, then actually putting it in language that they want to have, our intention still stands and we'll still teach probably the subject matter that you had in mind in box number two, but we temper it and start to use the language, that's called marketing, we start to <laughs> use the language of what they want and that's why this is such a powerful tool to help you establish in effect your sales copy. This box number three kind of becomes the promises that you would do when you're making the sale. But it also, as you say, influences the delivery of the content, which is what we've outlined in box number two. Can you say that again, that last little bit? Box number three becomes your sales copy. Yeah. And it also then becomes the thing that is the promise that we deliver on in box number two. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was a really good way of saying it. So it becomes the promise that we deliver on in box two. That's it. So it's almost like it becomes the checklist for the content that we set out for ourselves to actually, I want to teach them this, 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 and this in, in terms of your radio interview. Um, what we actually end up doing is we, we make sure that the teaching that we do gets the results that they actually want to create, harmony in the workplace, more productivity, more people talking harmoniously. Okay, great. Well, what's the fourth box then? Okay, yeah, because it gets exciting, right? So what on earth are we going to use that for? So remember I said box number three, their intentions for them, but on that practical, tangible, results-based level. Box number four, which is the bottom left-hand box, is their intentions for them, but this time we're going to go internally or personally. So if, if box number three is the external things that they want to get as a result of listening to you or spending time with you or spending money with you, then box number four is all about what they actually secretly want to get, what they want to get on the inside. So now we're talking about the personal stuff like, you know, I just want to have fun or I want to be inspired or um, I want to be understood. I want uh, confidence, I want uh, you start filling in the blanks for me around what your people might want around your topic of know thyself. Less stress, they want to go to ah, work good. And, yes, and, and feel peaceful or calm or relaxed, um, they, they want to feel like everything's um, happening, that they're on top of things. Beautiful. Yeah. And that's exactly what we want to tap into. So again, by the step shoes and feeling into, and this is definitely the feeling box where the other box is about results. This is about the feeling that we want to put on it. I've heard you say we want to make sure that in your radio interview, you're giving the tips and the tools that are going to create productivity and harmony, but in a way that is delivered peace, in, a, in a peaceful, calm, relaxed, on top of things type of way. So we want to weave in that language of, if you use the tool of listening, I'm just making that up, if you use this tool for listening, you will have, you will feel so much more on top of things. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it allows us to weave in how they want to feel that is an intention for them that they actually just want to be peaceful or calm or relaxed. And yes, I know we're making it up, but we're human beings and actually 
it's pretty similar. We're, we're not that different from each other. So, so if you start to use language when you do the delivery in, in box number two, if you use the language of the result on the inside is going to be that you'll just feel peaceful because you're implementing these tools, that's going to make them go, <sighs> where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how it works for marketing? <laughs> I can. <laughs> Listeners, did you get that? <laughs> I hope you're madly <laughs> making um, these quadrants all over the place <laughs> for every product, for, <laughs> for every type of customer. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm delighted. I really am because because actually, so so bringing it tangibly into the world. So now you have four boxes. You have the my intentions for me, where you've gotten selfish. Let me tell you how all of them really. We've been doing it, but how they all relate to each other. Mm -hmm. My intentions for me, the selfish one. We're going to leave until the end. My intentions for them, box number two, that top right box, is all about what you want to give. But now we're going to temper what you give with what the actual tangible result is that they might want, box number three, and the feeling that they might want going alongside it. So three and four not only become your sales copy, so you can use that as a sales copy. So three, I would use the actual bullet points that come out and make those promises. And I would use number four to make to be the tone or the voice that actually goes through on your sales copy. And when I say sales copy, that could be the 60-second pitch you're doing. It could be the, the presentation that you're doing um, in order to get the sale or, or even just influencing people in some way. Um, and those two boxes then temper the actual content that is actually delivered when it happens. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then finally, because here, here comes the deal, because all of this is planning. We haven't done anything yet, right? But we've almost kind of rehearsed it already. Because what then happens is, is you then get to ask yourself, and this is where the intention piece comes in for you, you get to ask yourself, Based on the tempering that I've done of box number three and four of what I want to give, do I still want to give it? And if the answer is yes, and am I happy with making the tweaks in there, and will it make the content better? The answer is always yes. Um, <laughs> then you take a look at box number one, and you go, and is, if I deliver what's in box number two, is that going to give me what I want in box number one? Mm. Mm. And that then allows you to actually go, yes, it will, or if it's a no, then you go, and how could I tweak it, or what could I do to make it different? But it allows you to say, then this is my, my holy grail for every business I, I work for, which is, um, so one of the things that really drives me is waste. I don't like waste. I, I hate wasted. Hate is a strong word, but I really don't like it when people waste their time, energy, attention, and or money. Um, and so this as a tool allows you to actually go, it's worth my time, energy, attention, and or money to deliver this. So it becomes a decision-making tool too. I love it. I love it. And it really hasn't taken us that long to go through this when you when you consider we've been teaching and demonstrating. So it's it's also it could be a quick and easy tool or it could be something that you would actually sit down and take a bit more time with. So I think you can use it in either way. 
Now, I, I, I call it a concertina tool or a, an accordion tool. It can be as long or as short as you like. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. And, and I, I, I can honestly say most parents now will actually say, I just, I'm going into this meeting. I'm still not clear on one little thing. I've done the four intentions whilst I was on the bus or whatever <laughs> it is. And, you know, or I was thinking it through in the car because it is a thinking framework, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they'll then say, can I just talk out box number two because I still don't think I've got it quite right. And it becomes a language that you can start to use within, um, you know, if, if two of you know it. So, for example, Shirley, I know you work really closely with Ross. You and Ross could use this quite happily to just use it as a thinking tool that then allow a thinking and talking tool that then allows you to again think outside the box sis mm, mm, yeah I love it and I um, I know that you'd um, taught it to me on a, another occasion and one of the things that I found was really helpful for me was I got those little three by five cards and so they mm. they then became my quadrants Perfect. And and my version of it, I tend to keep post-its in my bag. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Which is beautiful. <laughs> so, yes, that is, there you have it, the four intentions. And, and so my hope is that you see that it's a holistic tool that allows you to get clear on what you want to get, what you want to give, and also allows you to actually understand how you might attract people through what they want to get on a, an external and tangible results-based level and on an internal feeling-based level. And the other distinction I just got then is that you're, you're using their language. Uh, pillow talk, as uh, other people have said, you know, it's, it's the language that mum and dad are saying to each other when they're lying in bed and the kids aren't around. Or, you know, oh, I don't know how we're going to pay the school fees or something like that. It's, it's the actual language because you're thinking That's of it. it. Yeah, and and that's of course powerful marketing. It is, yeah. So we've all now become marketers, and we didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my core thing around it is is every business owner is actually a marketer first and foremost. They just happen to deliver what they deliver. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, I get that. Totally get that. Okay, well, we're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to look at maybe some action items that our listeners can take today uh, away from the interview. And we're also going to be looking at um, the, the um, saying around thought leaders and it's important to understand your personal influencing style. So stay with us and we'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. 
Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. Wow, are you excited? I know I'm certainly excited. What a wonderful, fabulous tool. Now, that's not all Helena's got for us. Helene has been quoted as saying, and you need to listen to this very carefully, as thought leaders, it's important to understand your personal influencing style and to use the natural human decision-making factors to ensure you have the best chance of getting what you have on offer to those who want and need it most. So, Helena, what do you mean by personal influencing style and what are the natural human decision-making factors? Okay, so it is quite a big thing and it is one of those things where we might need to write it down for people so they can really get it. For me, your personal influencing style is the way in which you come across. So so um, I work as a coach in the world. I work with business owners, uh, business leaders who are really wanting to escalate the business that they actually have and do it in a very authentic and true-to-them way. So part of that is actually beginning to, and you'll love this, Shirley, is to know thyself, is to (laughs) begin to really understand who you are so that your personal influencing uh, style comes across. So the way in which you show up impacts on the way in which they learn. So if you show up as serious and somber and and very uh, methodical, the chances are that you are going to attract an audience that is fairly like that because they like that style. So beginning to understand how you come across and how you do your attraction piece becomes very um, uh, very important when you are setting up what you do. Um, so for example, so. With you, I know that there's it's it's fun and serious. It's um, awareness and awakening. It's inspiring and being joyful in what you're discovering. And I'm making all of that up. You could say different words, but that's my your personal influencing style for me. The reason I said yes to coming on board here is that you're warm and friendly, and you invite people in. It's like we're having a party in your house, and that's the style in which you then, if you throw that into everything you do, and that's how you show up in everything. So in that radio interview, when you're doing your teaching, when you're on TV, if you're authentically yourself, 
that becomes the attraction factor to you. And by knowing your influencing style, i.e. that you are fun, friendly, informative, and knowledgeable, and can make a real difference in people's businesses, that gives you a solid place to stand from. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, and it's interesting that you say that because on occasion when I haven't shown up like that, I've actually received negative feedback, um, you know, as being mm-hmm. uh, aloof, standoffish or uh, holding back. And um, and I think, oh, how, how did you get that impression? Um, but it's, it, yeah. it, it's what you're saying, your personal influencing style. And, and what you're also saying about that is... Um, it's who we attract and the listeners that we have on our radio show are the people who want to learn and they want to improve otherwise they're clicking straight off and we have the longest listening um, uh, statistics so people don't click on and click off to our shows they actually do start and they they stay till the end um Oh, that you know, and and that's a real beautiful achievement. And congratulations, and hello to everyone who's still here. Um, so you know, sort of like, but but actually, part of that is the influencing style that you have. People get used to the voice that you have, and I say that in inverted commas. So all of us, when we're doing our business, have this style of our own. And the more you embrace it, the easier it is for people to consistently know what's going to show up. Uh-huh. And that's the key. So, so that's one part of the the question. The other part of it is ensuring, you know, sort of using the natural human decision factors. I've already mentioned them for those of you who've been going through the um, the four attentions. I've already mentioned them around your time, energy, attention, and money. Those are really what we have on. Human beings, we consider we want to spend time or save time. We want to spend money or save money. We want to have more energy or use our energy wisely. We want to pay attention to the things that inspire us and and enlighten us. So enlighten us. So so those human decision factors that is always one of the consideration pieces that I use around what is the time, energy, attention money factor that I could bring in or need to consider when I'm delivering whatever I'm delivering. Mm. Do I write a, so, so, so for me that might show up, let me make it tangible, um, so that might show up in, do my listeners want to listen to an hour's worth of fantastic content that's vibrant or would they prefer to read a short blog? <laughs> Or ours, ours want to be entertained, don't they? And and, yeah. and they'd want to learn something. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> yes. And and one of the things that shows up in your personal influencing style is your energy. Um, and all the times that we've worked together, I can be just about falling asleep. Um, some sometimes the hours is when my bio rhythms are at their lowest. Um, and mm. there's Helena, up, 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 <laughs> and you can't help but <laughs> come up because it's very contagious. It's very, um, it's very motivational. Yeah, and and so so uh, Shirley, can I throw a bonus tool in for people? Is that okay? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so so part of and it, and it all ties in with everything that we've been doing, and so so the layers will start to show up. 
Um, I talk a lot about, and this is another little get a piece of paper, put one down line down the middle, horizontal or vertical, I don't care. Um, but on one side you put what I want to be known for, and on the other side you put what I want to be seen as. And what this helps all of my clients do is, by, by establishing what they want to be known for, how they want to uh, reputationally show up, what results they've created in the world, the things that people would say about them when they're referring them to others or when they're introducing them to others, that known for allows us to really step into the personality, our personal influencing style, uh -huh. um, in that way. What you've just described is the seen as. You see me as energetic you see me as vibrant and you know when you're with me there's there's an energy that can't be denied uh -huh. so I'm seen as someone who will always put a smile on your face who's usually an optimist um, who <laughs> doesn't take any prisoners so I will make you think <laughs> about things and I will make you do things but at the same time it's done with this lightness and, and heart and so so by knowing what you want to be known for the results and reputation that you have in the world and how you want to be seen the or the adjectives that people might actually describe you as, by you living into that, you get even more clarity, know thyself, around your personal influencing style, and that then allows you to stay focused on how you want to show up in the world. It makes life really easy. Great, great. And look, we've just got a little bit of time, like very tiny little bit of time, if you would like okay. to mention you've got a free gift for our listeners today and they can access that at shirleysradiogifts.com. Beautiful. So literally it is the four intentions. It's the sheet that goes with it and some really helpful questions that will allow you to relearn the tool at your own pace. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm still reeling about the uh, the four intentions and how easy. And I wished uh, I wished we'd have done that before I actually sat down to write um, my topics, and <laughs> it would have saved me a lot of time, energy, attention, and money. Well, how interesting was that, and how ener energetic. So, um, thank you so much, Helena, for sharing with us today. I'm excited for you, listeners. Perhaps you now have that fine distinction between what is your driver or motivator and what actually attracts your clients and how you can now use the four intentions to get really clear and create great copy. That's all we have time for today. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. You've been listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and we've been talking with progress coach and creator of Helping You Shine, Helena Holrick. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next week, I highly recommend you go through the four intentions exercise. Remember to get Helena's worksheet from shirleysradiogifts.com and make your marketing, selling and fulfilment easy and effortless so you too can create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks 
again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.